Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Some of these questions are really interesting, so I'm going to answer them. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode on the What is Eating You podcast. It is Sunday night and I'm recording this last minute for tomorrow's episode. One of my goals of coming to Bali was to be more organized and structured and put everything in place. Have I done it 24 days later? No. Do I intend to do it? Yes. Tomorrow, that is it. I'm going to start to structure my life. I'm going to get things in order and I'm going to be a lot more organized with this. So I hope this episode is a good one. I've decided to answer your questions today. So I have an Ask Steph box that is available where you can ask me questions and a lot have come through over the past couple of months. So I'm going to go through them and answer them today. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Steph and I'm a psychologist who you may have seen on TikTok or social media. I break down complex mental health topics, speak about health, wellness, relationship with food, ADHD, BPD, anxiety, and a lot more other things. I have been in Bali for the past 24 days and I'm still here. I have just sort of gotten over a bit of a um, sickness or I was feeling a bit under the weather. So if my voices are still a little bit croaky, I apologize, but we're doing our best here. On top of that next door, I think they're having a bit of a movie night. So if you hear some strange sounds in the background, but you shouldn't because I've got the microphone, I do apologize for that also. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, Steph. First of all, I want to thank you for all the time and effort you put into your TikTok. Well, thank you so much. Your videos have helped me so much. I was wondering if you could possibly make some videos about BPD in the workplace. I feel like there is just isn't much information about how detrimental it can be, and I would love for there to be more awareness. I think it's the reason I no longer have a job, unfortunately. This is such a great question and I do get a lot of questions about borderline personality disorder and different tips, tricks and strategies. So for those who don't know, 
borderline personality disorder is a pervasive ongoing pattern of instability in someone's life. A personality disorder is pervasive and it goes on for a long time. Usually it comes up in your adulthood. They do not diagnose it in childhood because your personality is still forming. So it's not something you can diagnose when someone is a child and a lot of clinicians won't diagnose it until a person is 18 years old because your personality is still forming. Now, BPD in particular has quite a lot of stigma around it. BPD, if left unmanaged, can cause a lot of turbulence in relationships. There's quite a lot of impulsivity. But let me start to break down what it actually is and what it means and then how it interferes with your workplace or how it can interfere with your workplace. If you have been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, it's common to be frightened and worried about how it may impact your life, especially in terms of your career. While BPD symptoms can make things more complicated, many people with BPD go on to have very successful lives. I've had people with BPD work with me in the past in different professions. I've had amazing managers who had BPD that I didn't even know at the time had BPD, and they are very successful and hardworking and driven. So despite the stigma, there is a lot of positives, and I'll highlight that throughout this episode. Now, It is possible to have career success when you're not overwhelmed by the symptoms, but the effects of BPD can vary very widely, especially in workplace settings, and it can affect your job performance and your ability to fit in. So as mentioned, borderline personality disorder is a personality disorder in which a person has four main areas of dysfunction or dysregulation or problems. So the first one is with their cognitions. So their cognitive space, the way they think is very black and white. It's very good or bad. It's very all or nothing thinking. And this can also make people engage in what's known as splitting. So for example, you may start a job in a way that you think it's the dream job, it's amazing, it's everything I ever wanted. But the minute you receive some feedback or some criticism, you may interpret that as a big mistake or that the boss hates you or they're out to get you. So that is how the all or nothing thinking or the cognitive dysfunction can interfere with the workplace. The second area of dysfunction in BPD is emotional dysregulation. So people with borderline personality disorder go from zero to a hundred very quickly. Their moods are very up and they're very down. They can range from rage to euphoria to feeling depressed, to feeling extremely angry and irate. We actually call BPD the emotional burns victims because when they feel emotions, they feel emotions extremely strongly like a burns victim and it feels almost unbearable for the person. Now, because of this emotional dysregulation and the emotions fluctuate, so it's not like bipolar where the moods sort of calm and then they go after, say, a month or a week. BPD can be minutes two hours, but the moods last very rarely more than say a couple of days. 
Now, this leads to behavioral dysregulation. So people with BPD can be very impulsive. They can do things that seem quite erratic or people can describe it as dramatic and that can be, you know, having a fight with someone and running in the middle of the road or self-harming or uh, taking drugs or substance use or alcohol, binge eating, etc. And then that leads to the difficulty in the fourth domain, which is interpersonal difficulty. So unstable relationships, people with BPD tend to have very turbulent relationships and it comes back to that splitting I mentioned earlier. So splitting means that they either will put people on a pedestal and idealize them and think they're amazing, but the minute that person does something wrong, they're put in the bad box and they're the worst person in the world and they can't fathom that one person can have both good and bad qualities. So let me talk about how this can affect you in the workplace when left unmanaged. So self-image, this is a huge symptom of BPD. People with BPD often have an unstable sense of self. They don't really know who they are. They don't know what they like. And this is why this is not a diagnosable trait or anything, but you tend to meet people with BPD who sometimes have really colorful hair or tattoos or piercings or, you know, they play a lot with their image because um, they're trying to figure it all out. Usually growing up in childhood, they didn't feel safe knowing or exploring who they were and they're doing that in their adulthood. Now, if you have BPD, your self-image goals and even your likes and dislikes may change frequently. And because of that, it can be difficult to commit to one career path. This unstable self-image or sense of self can put you behind in terms of job growth since you may miss out on promotions or opportunities linked to seniority, which again can feed into your self-esteem and your self-worth. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The other reason that BPD can affect your career or your job is the interpersonal factor. So unstable relationships, instead of seeing this as something with someone with BPD can correct and overcome, they may feel completely demoralized and quit and quit their job or quit the job they think is their dream job. And because their feelings are frequently changing, this can lead to problems with workplace relationships, unstable relationships, boundary crossing in the workplace as well, divisive workplaces too. Now, symptoms with BPD can also interfere with concentration because it can cause a lot of anxiety. And we know when we're 
anxious, our frontal lobe switches off. Our thinking brain goes offline. So when you're in that fight or flight, we can't concentrate, we can't think straight, our work performance can then get impacted and you can also dissociate. So many people with BPD will dissociate and dissociating just means disconnecting from reality. So it's when your brain and your body don't feel safe to be in the same place at that time and you disconnect. It's like extreme daydreaming. So that dissociation can play a role in the workplace and the main thing is with BPD is to really know it well and know your symptoms well and know when you're being triggered so you can use some dialectical behavior therapy skills such as distress tolerance, such as emotional regulation to help you get through tricky times in the workplace. But is it the right workplace for you? Now, there is no best job for people with BPD. I've been asked, what kind of work should people with BPD be in? It really is dependent on each individual. So again, this really goes back to understanding yourself, knowing yourself, what are your goals and values, what do you enjoy, what don't you enjoy? And to remember that everyone's symptoms are different and a career that might work for someone with BPD may not work for someone else without it. What's most important is to find a job that works for you, not against you. So I've got some things you may want to consider when you are thinking of getting a job if you have BPD. The first is creativity. People with BPD are the most creative people I have ever met and they thrive when they have the opportunity to be creative. So this may be creativity with, you know, It could be art, it could be design, it could be graphic design, it could be website, it could be working with people, it could be dance, it could be anything like that. So asking yourself, does my workplace give me enough space to be creative? The second thing is schedule. If it's really important that you need to take time off for a doctor's appointment or see your therapist, part-time work or a job with a flexible schedule may be good options. And I believe this is true for everyone. I think it's so important to find a job that meets your needs in terms of schedule. I think working full-time is a lot. And if it doesn't suit you, that's okay. There's no shame in that. It's about finding what works for you and your brain and your mental health as well. So daytime hours are best for people with BPD so they can maintain a healthy sleep schedule because we do know that night shift really wreaks havoc on your hormones and especially for people who struggle with mental health problems, working night shifts can exacerbate those mental health problems as well. The third consideration is work environment. What kind of workplace do you thrive in? Do you do better in a quiet environment, a relaxed workplace? Do you need other people around? Do you have in a need for lots of noise and lots of things happening. Some people thrive in the busyness and the chaos, whereas other people are like, give me my noise cancelling headphones. So the key is to find an environment that will support you and help you thrive. Stressful and unsupportive work environments may actually make your mental health worse. And the last part of finding a fulfilling career is self-knowledge. It's really understanding yourself. What are your interests? What are your limitations? What are your skills? 
What are your strengths and what are your values? What is important to you? Now, if you do have BPD and you are currently in the workplace and you just want some tips to help you manage, I'm about to give you some. So the first one is work on your emotional regulation. If you need help with this, my course Unchain Your Brain or my Emotion Regulation Toolkit is a great place to start. What this means is when you're feeling triggered, overwhelmed, sweaty, angry, when you're feeling a strong emotion, learn to manage it effectively. So the first one is take a step back, take a step outside, take a deep breath, breathe, breathe until you calm down. Cause when you're calm, you re-engage your thinking brain and you can work through something with more clarity. This will help you avoid stressful situations that may cause you to overreact or react in a way that's inappropriate in the workplace. This means taking a step back from potential confrontation. If you can feel something brewing up, take a break, step away, debrief with someone you trust, write down what's going on for yourself, and then communicate with the issue or with the person using positive communication skills. There's an excellent communication skill called DIA man. That's through dialectical behavior therapy. You can look that one up or I can explain it more in another podcast episode, but it's really important to use skills when you have BPD. This is why DBT is so good because it is skills and those skills in dialectical behavior therapy are designed to target those four areas. So dialectical behavior therapy has mindfulness, interpersonal effectiveness, distress tolerance and emotion regulation. And it's to target those four areas that people with BPD struggle with. The second tip is remembering to keep your appointments and remember to take your medication, even if you don't feel like doing these things. Yeah. Sometimes the last thing you feel like doing is going to an appointment on a Friday, but it's so important, even if you're feeling okay, to keep this consistency and this momentum going. Never just stop taking your meds. Even if you don't feel like it, always speak to a doctor about it. And the last tip I'll give you is be kind to yourself. Yeah, it's hard to navigate BPD, especially if it's a new diagnosis or you're just sort of finding your way with it. So if you stuff up, if you make a mistake, try to learn from it. Try to say, okay, what happened here? Let's do a bit of an analysis rather than a critical criticism session. What happened? What set me off? What was I thinking? What was I feeling? Take a step back and analyze your behavior and think, what could I do differently? How can I approach this in a different way next time? And the final thing is do regular relaxation exercises. So deep breathing on a regular basis or meditation, because if your baseline level of arousal or adrenaline is on the lower end, it's going to take you longer to react to something. Whereas if you're heightened and you're stressed, you're going to be easily agitated and you're going to react to things in a straightforward, you know, off the cuff way. And on a final note, get the basics right. Eat regularly, sleep well, drink lots of water and celebrate your wins. You know, living with BPD isn't easy, but there are so many good qualities such as being extremely hardworking, being really passionate about certain things, being dedicated, creative, 
I've got a video of all the strengths on my TikTok, so just search that if you want to have a look at it. But remember, BPD is not a death sentence, okay? It's a completely manageable diagnosis. Yes, there is some stigma out there, but we can all work together to reduce the stigma. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, let me know. It's been a while since I spoke about BPD, but I'm running out of things to talk about. So if you have a topic or a podcast request, please, please, please send me a message on Instagram. Let me know you exist. Let me know who is listening to this because as far as I know, I'm just talking into a microphone in the corner of this room. So it'll be a lovely to hear from the people who listen to this because I'm so grateful for you. And if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. Now, I hope you have the best week. Well done on educating yourself this morning. I am so happy for you and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you for bearing with my voice. I love you. You're amazing. See you next time. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 